Today on episode 325 of the Computer Tutor Podcast, how would you like to have a shortcut icon right on your desktop that takes you directly to any web page? Now, you may already have this for some of your, you know, your frequently visited websites, but I want to show you today how Chrome makes it really easy to do this. And I got a message from my friend, Ron. Another episode of The Computer Tutor, tips, tricks, and advice from a computer pro without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. Well, good morning. How you doing? Welcome back to The Computer Tutor Podcast. I am your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson. And on this podcast, I like to show you how to do cool things on your computer. And the nice thing is, we don't use all that geeky, techy language. Nothing but plain old English here on this podcast. And if you do have any problems with your computer, I can fix it. And I repair your computer remotely because that's the most convenient way for you and for me. You don't have to bring it anywhere and you don't have to have someone come to your home. So if you need help, just give me a call, 727-254-9078 or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. Today's tip can be seen at my website, and that's at computertutorflorida.com forward slash 325. So let's get started. One thing I see all the time, something that a lot of people have in common, is that we all just love to have easy access to things on our computer. And for a lot of people, that means putting everything, and I mean everything, right on the desktop screen. And I get that. It makes sense. You can see it. You know exactly where it's at, and you have that quick one-click access to it whenever you want. You never have to think, now, where did I put that folder with all my vegan beetloaf recipes? Oh, yeah, there it is right there on my desktop. Now, one thing I have to say here, just as an aside, is that it's not really a good idea to store actual files and folders on your desktop. It's going to slow down your computer. Instead, you should store them somewhere else and then have a shortcut to it on your desktop. That way you still got the same single click access, but without it slowing down the computer. But that's another tip for another day. In fact, I think I actually have done that as a tip on a previous episode. But what we're talking about today is not having files and folders on your desktop. We're talking about making a desktop shortcut that takes you directly to a website. Maybe you go to your online banking page all the time to check your balance or pay a bill or whatever. Rather than open Chrome and then clicking on a link in bookmarks, or even worse, actually typing in the website address for the bank, you can have a shortcut icon right on the desktop. When you double-click it, your default web browser, such as Chrome, opens up right to that web page. You may have done that already in the past, but you may have always done it the old-fashioned way. That means you open Chrome, you go to the website, then you move the Chrome window off to the side a little bit so you can see the desktop area. Then you find that little lock up in the address bar for the website, and you click and drag the lock icon from Chrome and drop it on your desktop. Now, that process does still work, but there's a much easier way to do that. Here's what you do. 
And you can see this on my website with screenshots and everything at computertutorflorida.com forward slash 325. But really, this is so simple, you probably don't even need to see a screenshot of it. Using Chrome, you go to the website you want to access. Then click on the three dots up in the top right corner. Move your cursor down where it says More Tools. And then click on Create Shortcut. And that's it. Now you can close Chrome. And you'll see on your desktop, you have a new icon with the title of that web page you were just looking at. Double click it. See what happens. It will take you directly to that website. Super easy to do when you know how to do it. And that's why you listen to this podcast. And speaking of listening to this podcast, I got a message uh, like a week or so ago from Ron. Ron lives here in Florida, and he just recently discovered this podcast. Here's what he wrote. As I said in an earlier email, I just discovered your podcast a couple of weeks ago. Even though I'm 76, I like to keep busy and have been working part-time for the Village's Transportation for about six years driving airport shuttle buses from the Village's to the Orlando Airport. I work three days a week and drive about 300 miles a day, so I have plenty of time to listen to your podcast. I started with the most recent and I'm working my way backwards. So I'm on number 221, so I still have about four years to go. I can't tell you how much I enjoy them. I love technology, but I've never really learned about the technical side of computers. I still have a Yahoo account, and I use Microsoft Edge for my browser simply because it was the one on the computer when I got it, if that tells you anything. But I have recently downloaded Google Chrome, and I'm learning about it from listening to you. I intend to gradually move over to Gmail as well. I downloaded the ad blocker and LastPass as well, but I'm having a few problems with LastPass, but I'll figure it out. As soon as I get a one terabyte USB portable drive, I'm going to have you give my computer a tune-up and help me set up a system backup. I'll continue to buy all my stuff from Amazon, but I will now use your link to help support the show. It's the least I can do. You sound like a very personable and honest person, and I look forward to listening and learning and some help from time to time. Keep up the good work, and it's a pleasure talking to you, Ron. Well, thanks very much, Ron. I love getting emails like that. I'm pretty sure by the time you get through all 325 episodes, you'll probably be pretty sick of hearing my voice, but I'm glad you're enjoying it anyway. And on my other podcast, right now, I have what is definitely the weirdest story I've done so far. And that's saying something because every story on there has to be pretty unusual just to be on the show. Right now, you can hear the story of what Shiny did. That's not his real name, of course. Shiny and several of his friends got together for brunch one day, and they had one very unusual item on the menu human flesh. Now, before you assume anything, this group of people are not psychopaths or mentally challenged or anything like that. In fact, when you hear Shiny tell the story, you'll see that he's actually a pretty intelligent guy. It's just that he and his friends are pretty open-minded and willing to try just about anything, and they did. So this story is about cannibalism, but in a way that's legal, ethical, and even healthy. You can hear the whole story on my other podcast called What Was That Like? You can listen to it on any podcast app, including Spotify or at the website 
at whatwasthatlike.com forward slash 28. And of course, a big thanks again to anyone who shops at Amazon using my affiliate link like Ron does. And that affiliate link is computertutorflorida.com forward slash shop. You get what you need from Amazon and they send me over a little commission every time you buy something, which helps keep this podcast going. And if you want to get in touch with me, I always love to hear from you. You can email me like Ron did at pctutor at gmail.com, or you can call my podcast voicemail line 727-386-9468, and you can leave a recorded message there anytime, day or night. And that'll do it for this episode, but I'll be right back here in two weeks with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a suggestion for a future topic, you're welcome to do so at my website, computertutorflorida.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free Monday morning email newsletter. If you have a computer problem, give me a call at 727-254-9078. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening and have a great week. God bless. You know, the person who proofread Hitler's speeches, that was the original grammar Nazi.